listening. Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, educating, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We do a variation of different initiatives like group community service. We have an international racial podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You know, basically do it, sis. We are known as the one-stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the Woman podcast where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or W bosses rather which is what we like to call them and I sit down with them and I talk with them about their personal journeys of entrepreneurship up until the point that we record this episode and if it's your first ever listen on our podcast then I do updates and get it every single episode and we have one two we have ooh, we have three for you ladies this week so firstly the WBIS e-masterclass by the time this episode um launches it would have been a day after we host our first class out of three, which of course I'm going to be taking an entire three weeks to teach you ladies business strategizing and planning during this time. If you missed our first class, it is totally okay. You can always grab your ticket at woman.org slash masterclass. As we did the first time we did a masterclass like this back in February, I'm going to keep our class open up until the day before our last class, just so everybody has an opportunity to join. Um, Again, the first time around we did sell out, but I wanted to add more tickets to go ahead and make sure you know you ladies have time to still gain and um, learn from this information so again if you didn't get the chance to grab your ticket you can grab it at woman.org slash masterclass so that is update number one number two our four moms campaign is running until may 30th we've already gotten so many donations so if you have any donations that are centered around baby formula um, baby clothes or children clothes anything centered around children and kids um, just to you know give back to the mothers that are in the DMV area young moms in need and children in need we're giving back to those women and those young children during this time so you guys can go ahead and look at the flyer on our Instagram it is hashtag for moms part two which is the name of the campaign if you guys have anything that is listed as a donation item that we are accepting you guys can go ahead and shoot our executive community service coordinator Niat a email at niat n-i-a-t dot woman at gmail.com to schedule a contactless drop-off. So that is two. And then number three, my birthday is on Monday. So by the time that this episode goes up, or actually the next episode goes up after this one, I will be a year older and I am turning 22 on the 18th. So I will be taking a little break. Um, It's about three to four days, the break that I'll be taking. But yeah, so that is all of our updates for this week. And you ladies know that we always have segments with our podcast. And we always have a woman to watch of the week and an ask somebody question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week. Our woman to watch of the week actually is a woman owned brand. I wanted to go ahead and spotlight the brand because it is absolutely amazing. I've been following them for a really long time now. And the name of this brand is Pretty Black Thoughts. Pretty Black Thoughts is an online community that supports and raises awareness of mental health in black women. They want to bridge the gap between the misconceptions of mental health and the black community as a whole by educating um, our people on what it is to be mentally healthy and be hands-on with helping um, black women properly heal from past experiences. So that is our Women to Watch of the Week, which is this women-owned brand called Pretty Black Thoughts. You ladies can follow them at Pretty Black Thoughts on Instagram and any other platform that they have. So that is our Women to Watch of the Week and our Ask Money Question of the Week, which is probably one of the favorite questions that I've gotten thus far on our podcast, is what inspirational accounts are best to follow? So I follow three
three main accounts on Instagram that I consistently find myself gaining a lot of inspiration from. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and list them. And with all of these at names that I'm going to give you ladies, they're mostly based on Instagram. And the way that they sound is practically the way that you can type it in an in Instagram. So firstly, Nicole Linnell. She is a fashion designer that is based in LA. She's super inspirational. That's one. Two, Danielle Leslie. Um, she has a marketing company. She's super inspirational. And three, Tony Tone. So these are all women that I follow and they're mostly centered around entrepreneurship. So if you ladies are looking for inspiration or inspirational accounts to follow as this listener asks, you guys can go ahead and follow all three women. I highly recommend them. And although sidebar, I recommend a lot of different things to you ladies throughout this podcast. Of course, just a disclaimer, their actions following the dropping of this podcast is not on Woman Flynn. It's not on myself. But from the things that I've seen thus far, they are super inspirational accounts to follow and I support them 100%. So that is our answer for our Ask Money question. If you ever have a question that you want for me to answer on our international podcast, you guys can go ahead and shoot us an email at womanflynn at gmail.com for the chance of your question to be answered. So that is it for our segments and our updates. So you ladies know that we are currently in a series right now where I'm basically having different women around the country share their personal journeys of entrepreneurship and their overall journeys of becoming the bosses that they are today. And you ladies know that I have nothing but the best of the best W Boss with each and every podcast episode. And this W Boss is the founder and CEO of Indigo Blue Style, which is an online fashion publication that empowers women. The mission is to empower women to take the journey of uncovering their truest form of self. They do this by providing fashion news, style inspiration, health and fitness tips, beauty and etiquette advice, and more to guide each woman to a life of confidence, empowering their inner empress. So please welcome the CEO of this amazing brand, Kiana Armani. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hey, hey. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you for having me, Tamani Lynn. No problem, no problem. So before we get into the journey of you becoming the boss you are today, give us a brief overview of who you are, you know, where you're from, and more before we go ahead and hop into the topic. Okay, so as Tamani Lynn just stated, I am Kiana Armani, the CEO of IndigoBlueStyle.com, which is an online fashion publication that empowers women to embrace your inner empress. I am also a creative director, fashion stylist, and certified fitness trainer, and I'm from Philadelphia. Um, I've been a creative director and fashion stylist for the past six years. Um, I am a new certified fitness trainer. I just got my certification at the end of 2019. Um, Fitness is a big part of our brand and our message. So that's something that I'm very passionate about. Always trying to spread the awareness how one is linked to the other. For so many of us, um, I think fashion and fitness kind of goes hand in hand. Um, I feel like when our bodies are in shape, women just feel empowered. And when we're empowered, we want to dress nice. We want to have the best of the best for our, the bodies that we've created. Yes. Um, so that's something that I'm very passionate about. Yes, love to hear it. Love to hear it. So before we hop into it, I just want to ask you, how did you get into fashion and what inspired you to empower other women simultaneously? Wow, that's a great question, Tamani. So fashion has always been a part of my life around me. Um, I grew up just 
well, I'm five, nine and a half just to start out there. Um, so runway fashion was something that I just kind of gravitated towards because in my neighborhood, in my environment, um, it wasn't a lot of tall women like myself or young girls just growing up. So I was kind of always towering over everybody. So I was looking for some type of common ground. So I found that early on the runway. So I remember just watching like the Style Network and just like watching the, the runway shows and, and just loving the fashion and just loving the model look. Um, I also had very fashionable family members who wore a lot of designers and, you know, they they prided themselves on having the best of the best. Um, so fashion was definitely around me. Um, and it's something that I started to develop um, at a very early age. I started to like cut my pockets off my jeans and so cool little bedazzled and <laughs> feathers. And, you know, I was that girl trying to create um, the looks that I saw. Mm. So would you say through fashion, how did you begin to empower yourself through fashion? Um, Okay, so I would say when I started to empower myself through fashion, it would be when I really started to take the craft seriously. Mm. So I think the biggest misconception when it comes to fashion or being stylish or even being a fashion stylist is is that all you have to do is know how to dress. Um, The empowerment for me came in when I started to really learn the craft, educate myself about the women designers who came before me, Mm. the women fashion stylists who were paving the way. Um, That's when I started to empower myself and then empower other women um, and give them a sense of our history as well. So that's what kind of started the empowerment thing for me. Yes. Thank Thank you so much for sharing all those things as an introduction. So let's go ahead and jump into your journey of becoming the boss you are today. You can start as far back as you want up until now about how you grew into the woman you are today and how Indigo Blue Fashion grew into what it is today as well. Okay, so if I'm going to take you back, I probably have to take you back to, this is something that I don't talk about, so I'm giving Tamani Lynn and the Woman of Lynn an exclusive. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go back to my prom. Um mm. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you guys when it was. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back a little bit. Um, my prom was actually a very memorable moment for me. Um, like I said, I had family members who were very stylish. On um, one of which of those family members uh, passed away around my prom time, and uh, I had two cousins who were like really fashionable, and they always that's who I went to to consult about certain things. Um, one of them unfortunately passed away around that time, so um, it just made me like be more passionate about going to my senior prom. So everybody kept asking me, Kiana, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? And I kept it under wraps. Um, when I graduated high school, the Gucci prints and the Louis Vuitton prints were, were like the thing to wear. So I already knew that everybody would show up with the Gucci or the Louis Vuitton print printed dresses. I decided to go with leather. So I showed up, and this this was... In the early 2000s, I show up with a full leather dress with leather boots made, leather gloves, and I kill it. So at that point, I knew that I was the one who always wanted to march to the beat of my own drum. Um, So I would say starting out with my brand, I kind of wanted to do the same exact thing. I wanted to be fully authentic to who I was. Um, At the time... 
when IndigoBlueStyle.com first began, it just simply started out from me sharing my story with women. I was going through a life transformation of leaving my full-time job that I was very unhappy at. Um, I had did the college thing, you know, got into the field and started working, majored in behavioral health and human service, um, kind of fought the the fashion bug for a while because, you know, I had people telling me, you know, that I wasn't going to make money from it right away and I should do something practical. Mm -hmm. So, um, I fought it for some time and then I finally got to a place in my life where I just could not, um, I couldn't muffle what was inside of me anymore. And I just wanted to own my empress. And so I started to, plan how I was going to walk away from my full-time job because here I am, I'm an adult, I have a son, I have bills. So I started to strategize. Um, I walked into the office one day and there was a book sitting on the desk and it was a book by Joel Alstein. Um, and the book was entitled uh, something about your best self now or something like that. And so I began to read the book and one of the, um, the passages read, um, the richest place in the world is a cemetery. There you'll find dreams and hopes never birthed or something to that sort. I'm, par I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, but when I read that, I began, like, it hit me, and it hit me hard. And I began to cry while I was at work, and I was just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. What's the plan now? You know, like, what's the plan? So I went home that day, um, typed up my letter of resignation, and I post-dated it. Um, during that period, it was like a six-month-out period, um, during that period, I started to get healthy. I started to work out. Um, I just totally started to transform myself, mind, body, and spirit. Um, as I was doing so, I started sharing it. I went home and I, I found a little website and I, I came up with a little something. I reached out to a girl who I knew out in New York City because I spend a lot of time out there in between from being from Philly to New York. So I reached out to a girl who I knew who was a fashion illustrator, had her to do me a little logo, and we put it up on the site, and I just started to call it Indigo Blue Style. And through Indigo Blue Style, I was sharing my story of becoming a fashion stylist. I was sharing my story of transforming my body. I was transforming... I was also transforming my mind and my spirit at the same time. So I was going through this evolution hmm. of embracing my inner empress. So that's how it began. And that was back in 2015. Yes. Oh, my goodness. There were so many gems in the story that you just shared. Thank you for that. Um, awesome. Before Thank we you. move forward, I want to ask you, what does the word empress mean to you? I, I hear you say that a lot when, you know, you're talking about indigo blue style. And I would really yeah. like to know what does that word mean to you? Because it sounds so empowering. Yeah. So empress. Wow. It's that voice. We mm. all have it. It's a voice inside of us. And it's a greater calling. Right. Mm hmm. And that inner empress is in every woman. It is. It's really up to us to just own her. She's there. And I think we were born with her and the world tried to beat her out of us. Mm. You know, the world tried to stifle us. The world tried to, to tried to tell us that we weren't great, that we weren't powerful, that we weren't, you know, beautiful women that we are. So that's what the inner empress is. It's that inner voice. Yes. And with embodying your inner empress throughout your brand, what was mm -hmm. one thing that set you aside in your industry that differentiated you from the rest throughout your journey? And how did you use that to your advantage? So education is always something that you can use to your advantage. If you're educate, if you have education and you're knowledgeable, and I don't just mean a degree, I mean like books, mm -hmm. studying, studying your craft, knowing your history, that makes you a force. 
Um, and not only that, when you show up with all of those tools that you learn, because in books, we find gems. We find the, the key to the golden key, as, as someone would, would put it to me. Um, it's in the books. So that's what I've always used to my advantage is the, the history and also the knowledge that I've gained from studying throughout the years. Um, I would say to answer your question, what sets me apart is that I'm very unapologetically um, bold in my appearance and how I how I present um, I'm really tall and I own that and I go out and buy the most highest hill I can possibly find. Like I really own who I am. I embody who I am. Mm. Um, I wear things that um, that stand out to me and that make me feel really empowered. Um, you know, I'm the girl that will show up and, you know, while everybody is doing one thing, I'm the one that chose a different path. Kind of like the story I told you from the prom. Right. I'm kind of that girl. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know that's right. I know that's right. It's 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 nice to hear, you know, when people say that. I, I totally agree when you say that, you know, education is really important in whatever lane that you're in. As she said, ladies, you do not have to have a degree by any means. But as long as you bring some type of education to your field, it means 10 times more. I always tell people that you can always learn through free tools, books, YouTube University. If you're an OG listener, then you know I love YouTube for so much. But in any way you can pour into yourself as it relates to your industry, ladies, please do that. So with that being said, throughout your story, what do you think is one thing that you overcame and were able to grow from to aid you in becoming the boss you are today? So I would say hmm, there's been several things I've had to overcome if I'm being transparent. Um, But the main thing was balancing my creativity with being a boss and entrepreneur. Um, I think creatives as myself, that's always our dilemma. It's like, okay, I'm creative. I know what I can bring to the table visually. But business, on the other hand, is a different monster. Um, And also, I'm a mom as well. So balancing those three things can be very difficult between my creativity. Um, I also write on the website as well, so I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. Um, So balancing being a writer, a creative, and putting on these amazing editorial shoots that we do, and and then bossing up and being a businesswoman, which is a totally different thing, um, that's something that I definitely um, came into um, problems and different experiences that I had to overcome with just that learning curve because it is a learning curve when you're learning to be an entrepreneur and a business person you make mistakes and um, a lot of it is a trial and error because mm-hmm. you have to get into your groove so for me that's definitely been a hurdle yes ladies with what she said it's really important to know that throughout business you will face trial and error not everything will be perfect I just spoke on um, a panel for a fellow mentor program that is based here in the DMV is called the Sister Project Incorporated and I was talking on the panel and I was kind of talking about the same thing how it's really important to understand that you will face trial and error through business and it's totally okay when you do especially when you're a creative and then trying to match it with entrepreneurship it will be you know a learning process when it's all said and done so don't beat yourself up ladies if you ever fail at something or if you're facing trial and error with your business that is literally the only way you will learn entrepreneurship is nothing but an everlasting 
everlasting learning journey, ladies. So I just want you ladies to remember that before we move forward. That was a really good point that Kiana made. With that being said as well, could you talk about how important it is to look at success as a process and marathon when it comes to business? As I just said that, you know, the ladies will face trial and error. It's really normal to do that. But I think a lot of people need to also be privy to that success is a marathon and it's not a race. So could you talk about how important it is as far as that? Absolutely. That's a really great point you just pointed out as well. So for me, um, I look at success through this lens. Um, The moment that you step up and claim your greatness and empower your inner empress and you you are living the life that you truly want to live and you have your family, you have your health, you are successful. Um, Now, success and greatness are not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So though you may be doing exactly what you set out to do, whether it's to own a beauty salon or whether it's to um, be an entrepreneur, um, you're successful because you've already decided to live the life that you truly want to live. However, greatness occurs over time. Mm -hmm. So if I use an example, if we took a picture of someone who started braiding hair at age 15 um, her technique is a lot different by the time she's 20 her work has improved and she's grown during that time Um, so I think those are the periods that we go through between success and greatness now greatness is what we see when we see Rihanna and Beyonce and and the Kevin Hart's of the world they are at a greatness level why because they put in 20 plus years into their craft. So what I would want the audience to know is please don't ever think that's, that greatness is an overnight thing because sometimes when we're looking at social media, everybody seems like they're getting it instantaneously. That is not the case. Um, there are no overnight success stories. <laughs> you know, I, I wish it was that easy. I wish you could just like, you know, snap your fingers and boom, overnight, this, this, you're great. You know, so I think success and greatness are not the same. And I think we have to start having more um, conversation and conversing about the difference between success and greatness. Mm, That was a really good point. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's really important also for the WBOSS listening to take that in, which you just said. Success is totally different than greatness. I want you ladies to think of the biggest bosses you can imagine, like Beyonce, Rihanna, as she was saying, and think about how long they've spent, you know, perfecting their crafts. That's why we look at them as the greats. So I want you ladies to also don't be discouraged. You know, when you see other people at certain points, know that they, you know, put in work for a certain amount of time. And especially when you find yourself looking up to certain people, like I know for myself, I look up to a lot of different people that are in my industry. And it's really important to process the fact that greatness occurs with time and it's a marathon. Okay. So I love the point that you just made Kiana with success, not being aligned, you know, or not being the same as greatness. Greatness only occurs when you spend, you know, of course, an extended amount of time in your craft, perfecting it and just going hard with it. So thank you for sharing that. With Indigo Blue Style, right? Who do you want your story to impact the most and why? Women. We are unapologetically for women. Um, And not that we're against men. It's just that we're for women. We love our male audience. We talk about them during our podcast show. We always big up them at the end of the show because we truly do need support from our male male counterparts. Um, However, um, 
I want this the Indigo Blue Style brand to represent women um, of all ages, of all colors. Um, however, my perspective does come from that of an African-American woman because that's what I am. Um, but I'm also a, a person who's very um, knowledgeable and very well studied, especially when it comes to fashion. So there are so many different, you know, levels and, and different things to tap into within that industry alone. So I would definitely say women, you know, I want them to feel empowered um, and embraced somewhere where they can truly come and get information and tools and um, inspiration from not just myself, but other writers who, you know, who we have aboard the brand and even our graphic designer. I think she's amazing. You know, I would love for some baby graphic designer out there to look up to her or to look up to me or so you know so many other people that are involved in in making indigobluestyle.com what it is Mm, yes yes so what's next for yourself and indigo blue style Okay, so for indigobluestyle.com, um, we have our merchandise coming up next. Um, that's the next thing that we're working on. Um, COVID-19 did kind of put some halt into our production, um, as I'm sure a lot of people have had that same experience. Um, we just launched our podcast about a month ago. And once the quarantine is over, we will be doing um, seminars and different things that are more in person for our our empresses. So everybody, please stay on the watch for that. Um, as far as Kiana Armani, I will definitely be doing more creative direction, more fashion styling. Um, I will also be uh, continuing to spread the word of health and fitness. Again, I am a certified fitness trainer, and those services are available on the website as well. So I'll be continuing to move forward with this healthy lifestyle that you know I've been able to maintain and and craft for myself over the years yes lastly and in closing are there any tips you can give to the ladies of them listening to empower them to keep going through the marathon of becoming the bosses that they wish to be yes um there's a few things first thing i would say is trust yourself trust yourself you do not need anybody to put you on you do need supportive people around you who um, understand where you're going and surround yourself with other like-minded individuals but please don't wait for somebody else to come and tap you on the shoulder and say hey you're great trust in that inner voice trust in that inner empress Um, the second thing I would say is to study learn Um, learn from people like Tamani Lynn learn from people like Kiana Armani, um, learn and continue to grow and really don't rush yourself to the finish line. Um, take your time. If it means um, stepping away and not partying for a season, do that because if it's for your growth, then it's for your growth. And lastly, I would say have a vision. And this is for all my pretty girls of the world. Um, I think you're absolutely amazing. You're beautiful. But please don't rest on pretty. Um, Use your brain. Use your creativity. um, Use any talent that you even thought about having. Use that to help propel yourself forward. And know that what you have is, is something that someone else needs. In closing, because I know the devil boss listening, they're like, how can I get fit with Kiana Armani? How can I read her <laughs> blogs? How can I listen to her podcast? Where can mm-hmm. I, ladies and listening, find you? Websites, socials, your podcast platform, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. So again, the website is indigobluestyle.com. You can go over there. You can book a personal styling session with me or one of our other um 
published creative fashion stylist. And you can also visit us on the podcast. Our podcast airs every Monday at 6 p.m. And that is the Indigo Blue Empowerment Conversations podcast hosted by me, Kiana Armani. Um, You also can visit us on our Patreon. So for the people that's looking to get involved and they say, how can I support? You can go over to our patreon.com slash Indigo Blue Style. We are on all social medias at Indigo Blue Style. And you can also follow me, Kiana Armani, at I-A-M underscore Kiana Armani. And that's on Instagram and all social media platforms as well. Yes. Thank you so much for being on this episode, Kiana. And thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to yet another episode on The Woman Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, any podcast and platform there is we're practically on. I hope you ladies enjoyed this episode and are enjoying this series. You ladies will hear me next week with a special W Boss guest at 12 Me Easter Standard Time, Sharp. Peace, ladies. Have an amazing weekend.